Good afternoon, sports fans. Welcome to another episode of The Benchwarmer. I'm your host, Jason, of The Detailing Mind. The conference finals are upon us, and uh, definitely not the uh, best bracket this year, for me anyway. Um, probably it's the uh, second worst outcome I can imagine. Um, just really off the ball, I don't think any of my teams made it uh, into the uh, conference finals here. And uh, they are some of the teams that I dislike the most, which also is unfortunate. But, uh, you know, can't win them all. So um, here we are. We've got the conference finals going to be kicking off here anytime now. And right now we've got the Dallas Stars versus the Vegas Golden Knights in the West. And we've got the Carolina Hurricanes taking on the Florida Panthers in the East. Once again, not the greatest matchups that I would like to see. Uh, I guess Gary Bettman got his wish of having a uh, all-Southern uh, Final Four here. Just to kind of pad his legacy of uh, leeching from the North and give to the South. But... Uh, my own personal political positions on hockey aside. We've got uh, four teams left, so let's hope that uh, at least one of the teams that I like, or kind of like, remain. So, with that being said, um, I'm going to pick the Dallas Stars and the Carolina Hurricane to make it to the finals. And I'm going to... uh, put my hat on the rink for the Dallas Stars to win their second Stanley Cup championship. The last time they did so was uh, 1999, I believe. Um, So hopefully they can uh, win it because they are the uh, team I dislike the least out of the four. So I'm going to go with them. So hopefully uh, I can guess this one right and not jinx the Dale Stars. <laughs> so, um, so that's kind of the uh, the most recent news uh, when it comes, not the most recent news, but the uh, the most recent update when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs and just hockey in general. Uh, the other big name event, though, has to do with the Arizona Coyotes and their continued uh, financial drama in the state. And apparently, the negotiations for building a new stadium in, I think it's Tempe, Arizona, is basically down the drains. Um, They disapproved of the request to build a new stadium. And it sounds like the Arizona Car- Coyotes will be staying in the Arizona State University Arena. Get that? We got a, a pro team that's playing in a college arena. And I think it's the smallest arena for all the teams in the NHL. Uh, they don't want to move back to Phoenix for whatever reason. And so it sounds like after the 2023. 2024 season, and so the next season sounds like they might be moving somewhere else. So that's kind of got a lot of people uh, um, talking about where the prospective locations are going to be at. Um, 
it does raise a bunch of concerns about the uh, um, ulterior motives that Gary Bettman, the, the commissioner or president of the NHL, is currently having. So people are wondering if he's got some sort of uh, underhanded dealings under the table. That's why he's so adamant about making sure that the team stays there in the Arizona region. Uh, at this point, I don't think it makes that much sense, to be honest. Um, you know, you've got... Uh, to, be, to be honest, you've got uh, the... Las Vegas Golden Knights almost right next door. If you look at the uh, state of Nevada, where the uh, city of Las Vegas is located, it's at the very tip. And that very tip is along the northwestern corner of Arizona. And so, to be honest, the Vegas Golden Knights can play that substitute for any of the fans who still want to uh, remain loyal to hockey and have a team and then go and support Vegas, you know. Phoenix to Vegas probably isn't that that long of a a drive or a flight. They could do it and bolster their rankings rather than have two subpar teams down there um, with dismal uh, uh, tickets, uh, sales, if you will. So or a fan base, really. So I, I just, I don't see it happening. You know, I, I think that it's time for uh, the the Coyotes to move elsewhere. Let's also not forget, too, that this is the second round that uh, this has been up for uh, debate about whether or not they should move. Uh, the Coyotes have been continuously bleeding money. They've been continuously operating on in the red more so than they've operated in the black. And it's just not good, you know. It's not good for the sport, it's time for the Coyotes to uh, pick a new home. It just Arizona's just not doing it. And to be honest, it's going to be interesting to see how um, Vegas does too. Because if you think about it, uh, they are probably going to be in the same predicament in a while. You know, they uh, um, they're in the same environment, in the same region. I just. I think that once you see them not make the playoffs a couple times, especially in a row, maybe even three times in a row, I guarantee you, you'll see the uh, the fan base start to drop off. You'll see tickets start to slump. I think the franchise is still in its honeymoon phase, if you will, and eventually you'll see the Vegas Golden Knights just kind of drop out and nobody will pay attention to them. And uh, you'll see them moving as well. And you'll create like a little vacuum there in the southwest. But not every large city, not every market, if you will, needs to have a, a team. You know, it's all about the fan base. you got to find that loyal fan base that's going to support it year in and year out through the high times and the lows. And that area is just not that well known for it. Because that's not their thing, you know. They're in the desert. Yeah, sure, if you go to um, the Grand Canyon in the middle of the wintertime, you'll see snow there. But they're also like 6,000 feet elevation, something like that. So, you know, it just doesn't make sense to even try it. Or continue to try it. So, 
you know, that's kind of the big consideration about it. The other, you know, as I mentioned too, why why is Bettman uh, really putting all of his eggs in this basket? It just doesn't make sense. There's got to be some ulterior motives. He's got to have some sort of uh, uh, conflict of interests, and that's why he's being partisan in favor of um, the Coyotes and that franchise remaining in Arizona. Um, he did so when it came to them remaining in Phoenix. He, uh, you know, bent over backwards to keep them there, even to the point where he rigged it so that uh, the owners, he had to, he basically stipulated that whoever's going to be the new owners had to keep the team there in, uh, in at least Arizona, and that would be uh, um, a deciding factor as to whether or not uh, the league, as headed by Batman, would uh, accept new ownership for the team as if they remained in Arizona. Um, that that ship has sunk. It's not going to be a thing that's going to work out for um, the league. And I, to be honest, if they keep them there and the team completely flounders from there, I I think it, it it's going to be a telltale sign that uh, Batman needs to go. I think he needs to go to begin with. Um, but uh, I got a feeling that if he doesn't watch himself, this could be his death knell as commissioner of the NHL. Um, and also, too, I'm going to have to double check on this and and, uh, and reconsider uh, down the road as well what I say. But uh, I, I thought that I read an article, whether it was the beginning of the season or sometime this past winter, but I could have I could could have recalled. I could have recalled that there was a uh, an article that came out talking about how there was money money laundering and other issues uh, with the, the Coyotes franchise being used as kind of a slush fund for some uh, underhanded uh, financial dealings. I'll have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure I read something about that. Maybe I'm getting the wrong sports league and the wrong team. Or maybe it's just the wrong team and there's another team in the NHL that has that problem. Um, but I'm pretty sure I read something about the Arizona Coyotes being like a little money laundering scheme to kind of help uh, with some shady dealings. So uh, if that is the case, then I think it's definitely time for uh, Bettman to cut ties with that team as well as the uh, league in general and uh, go elsewhere, both the team and Batman. Um, he, uh, I think he had connections to being in the NBA beforehand, and he just has to realize that uh, he's not doing a good job with expanding the the, uh, the game of hockey, the sport of hockey. So stick to the NBA because the NHL is a completely different beast, if you will. Anyway. Um, the obvious talks right now are uh, what are the options where is the Coyotes franchise going to relocate so here are my top five uh, cities that I would like to see them go to Uh, the first one is Houston they are easily one of the five largest cities in the United States. Um, if I recall, it's, you know, like New York City, it's Miami, 
Los Angeles, Chicago, and Houston. Houston might even be the fourth largest uh, in front of Chicago, but definitely, definitely, definitely Houston has to be in the top five for the largest cities in the United States. Um, Now, I don't know if that uh, holds true if you include uh, just the city limits itself, or if that holds true if you can consider it as a metropolitan area, or however they go about determining all these different statistics. But uh, um, Houston is definitely a large market that uh, could use or should have an NHL team. Um, They did have a WHA team, that's the World Hockey Association, which in the 70s was the, uh, the primary competitor to the NHL. They had the Houston Arrows, and it would be cool to see some kind of a uh, um, rebranding of the Houston Arrows back into the NHL. Uh, I think they should have made it into the NHL when the NHL basically absorbed the WHA. So I think it'd be cool to see the Houston Arrows. At the very least, they could have like some sort of alternate jersey be the uh, Houston Arrows uh, home jersey or something like that. I think that'd be a really cool one. Um, maybe I'll do a, uh, a future video of, or I'm sorry, a future podcast of what would be some of the best options for team names given the cities that I'm using here. But for now, I think that Houston would be the best option. It is the largest overall market. I think there is definitely a room for there to be a hockey team and a successful team there. Um, I'm not sure what percentage of the population would be a, a, a legitimate fan base for hockey. But I think it's time to give Houston a chance since we've been giving a whole bunch of other teams and cities a chance. Um, We've given Atlanta two two opportunities now. They've lost it. And there is already talk that Atlanta should be back in there as another option. No, you've already lost two franchises, Atlanta. You do not get a, a third one. Let some other teams get, you know, an official first in the NHL before you start, you know, going off about that. But uh, that being said, um, Houston's my number one be nice to see the Houston Arrows kind of read reintroduce into the, uh, professional hockey. Um, but it'd be interesting to see also what kind of, uh, um, other names they could apply to the, to the team. The other thing is too, they could just keep the, they could call themselves the Houston Coyotes. You know, it's kind of the same environment, you know, they could probably do that, you know? get away with that and just keep it for the Houston Coyotes for a year or two until they rebrand it. Uh, second, next up on the list is the Quebec City. They did have a previous NHL team. That team, the Quebec Nordiques, moved and became the Colorado Avalanche out of Denver. So it would be really cool to see the Quebec City Nordiques come back. Uh, and if I recall as well, is uh, right before they were relocated to Colorado, to Denver, they had a rebranding in, involved for the Nordiques, and it looked really sweet. So um, I really hope that uh, Quebec can get a team back because that would mean that they could uh, um, 
use that that rebranding tool from back in the uh, the mid '90s, early '90s, around in there, and uh, bring that to life. It would be awesome to see a new set of jerseys, and uh, yeah, just kind of you know revitalize hockey up there in Quebec City. Uh, they have, from my understanding, the, the infrastructure for it, the stadium, the arena. They got the fan base. Canada is very well known for uh, having a very loyal fan base, even if it's not a very big one. So definitely have the uh, the core to any sports franchise right there and that having that loyal fan base. So um, definitely would like to see Quebec get a team back. That's my second favorite. Once again, moving back up there, rename them the, uh, um, the Quebec Nordiques. Or if there are coyotes up there, and uh, um, I doubt I doubt there is, but if there are coyotes up there, they can keep them as the Quebec Coyotes for a while, or Quebec Huskies. You know, they they could do that. Uh, either way, it would be kind of uh, interesting to see. But uh, um, yeah, definitely uh, Quebec would be uh, my number two. Next up on the list, and this is one that was just recently uh, kind of introduced to me as a as a possibility, and that's Salt Lake City. You know, you're keeping it in the southwest region. Uh, Utah is right above, just to the north of Arizona. So it's just a hike up north a little bit. Not that bad. It's still pretty close to uh, uh, Vegas. So there is that, uh, you know, cross-the-border rivalry that could be used and utilized. It keeps them in the same division, in the same conference. So, yeah, I'd say uh, give it a give it a shot. Have them go up to uh, Salt Lake City. They could be the Salt Lake City Coyotes. Um, and see how that vibes. Kind of get a new look to it. Or they can keep the jersey concept and the color scheme the same. Cool, why not? You know, at least for a couple years to see how it goes. And, uh, you know, go from there. I think that'd be a great option, a good number three option. Uh, from what I understand is they do have the infrastructure available in Salt Lake City. Uh, I think the Utah Jazz would be one example of being able to do that. I think they could split the uh, arena with the Utah Jazz and be able to make it work. Uh, the, the same holds true with um, uh, Quebec, if I uh, can run back to Quebec real quick. They also have the infrastructure for it. They could definitely do it. So... Um, Hopefully, um, if it's not Quebec, then uh, definitely Salt Lake City. I think that would be a great way to keep the franchise intact as the Coyotes and not have to do complete rebranding. Because um, I can foresee a rebranding being necessary if you take it to Houston or to uh, Quebec. Uh, but Salt Lake City would definitely be a great idea for keeping it the Coyotes uh, branding. A color scheme, you know, you can probably keep it that way for a couple of years and then reintroduce something else. Um, or just go with, with the, the maroon and uh, gray is kind of like with their third, their alternate jersey or their third jersey is right now. They could definitely do that as an option, as, you know, kind of a rebranding tool or a, a soft rebranding. Just change the color schemes and uh, try something else, you know. Um, so that would be a great option. Uh, fourth on the list, 
And this one, it's it's ranked fourth just because, um, you know, I think they I think they deserve to have a team. They do have a minor league team, the Admirals, but uh, who I'm referring to is Milwaukee. Uh, I do think that Milwaukee could hold a an NHL team. The biggest question, though, is what kind of a fan base could they draw, you know? Um, the closest team is obviously the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, so you might be able to um, pull some of the fan base from the northern parts of Chicago away. Um, maybe. Otherwise, you got, you know, Milwaukee Central, obviously, that could be... Uh, a great fan base. You've got nearby Madison. You might be able to draw from. You got uh, uh, Appleton, Green Bay. You know, you've got the greater state of of uh, Wisconsin that you could potentially draw from for the uh, Milwaukee team. And with the success of the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA as of late, I think that would be a very good opportunity for. Milwaukee to get a team, have it rival the um, the Chicago Blackhawks, and have it be a uh, divisional and conference uh, rivalry. You know, a very strong one. So, definitely would like to see Milwaukee get a team. Um, the reason why it's put down, put so far down the list, is just because of its close proximity to Chicago. Uh, that's a very uh, you know, tough one to sell, really. But who knows? Maybe you can make it work. Uh, Chicago is a pretty big city, and they could be able to handle having another team nearby, just like how uh, the Devils are in Newark, New Jersey, and that's really close to uh, New York City. So I think that the fan base might be able to support it. Um, I think they got the infrastructure for it. But the main concern is obviously uh, the fan base strength. You know, will will they be able to draw enough support away from Chicago um, and mainly the northern suburbs? Will they be able to attract people from Madison, from Green Bay, Appleton, some of the other uh, cities that are in Wisconsin? Maybe even uh, get over into the uh, border between Minnesota and uh, Wisconsin as well, you know. So, um, and maybe even closer up into Canada, you know. Maybe you can draw enough people from Thunder Bay, you know, Ontario. That might be kind of a stretch given their close proximity to uh, Winnipeg Jets. But, you know, it's it could be doable. It could very well be doable. So... Here's hoping that uh, something can come out of it, you know. Next up, and number five on the list, is San Diego. I imagine they probably have some uh, minor league affiliates in some of the leagues. But uh, San Diego, you know, just to the west, really, of uh, Phoenix. In the southern part of um, California. So that might be an option. You know, they are hurting for teams right now. The only professional team that they have is the uh, San Diego Padres. 
in Major League Baseball. Uh, the Chargers have moved to Los Angeles, so they don't have a, a football team anymore. Um, I don't think they have a basketball team. They've got a soccer team, I believe. So I think that San Diego would be a ripe environment for uh, a hockey team. You know, they've got a fan base that's looking for something. And I think that uh, that, ho- that hockey could be that something, you know. So maybe uh, that would be a great way to um, facilitate the team staying in the Southwest. Move them over to San Diego. You could still draw on the people from Phoenix. You know, it's probably only a four-hour, five-hour drive away or a short flight away, you know, maybe an hour or something. So it's definitely doable. You know, it, it, it could still utilize the Coyotes branding keeps it in the southwest so that doesn't really require too much of a change up in uh, um, in any of the uh, alignments of the division or of the the, the conference uh, I believe they have the facilities for it I had to double check that but you know chances are it could be a definitely a uh, um, an option for the facilities if they have them so the only question is, is will a fan base accept the uh a hockey team, I think they would. I think they're hurting for uh, more teams on the pro level in San Diego, so I think that's a great option. So um, that's my position on what I think should be the options for, for uh, relocation of the Coyotes. Those are my top five. Once again, um, I'm thinking about sitting down and coming up with uh, a pecking order of my top three or top five uh, options for their, their rebranding if they do decide to go elsewhere. So, yeah. Um, we'll see what happens in the next couple of years here. Um, hopefully by not next season, but the following season, the 2024-2025 season, hopefully we will be able to see a new team uh, somewhere else. Um, because I really doubt that Phoenix will take them back. I think that bridges have been burned over there, and I don't think that's going to be a a plausible option. So um, we'll see. Anyway, uh, moving on to one topic piece I really wanted to talk about, and it's been kind of like uh, itching under my skin since the beginning of this season, and it has to do with uniforms. Um, I just, I, I can't help but, uh, emphasize, I don't want to see ads on jerseys or helmets, nothing on the pants, nothing on the socks, nothing on the skates, nothing on the helmet, nothing on the Jersey itself. I don't want to see that. I've seen hockey jerseys from Europe and the KHL. It looks tacky when when jerseys in general feel the need to plaster corporate stickers all over their jersey. It might work for NASCAR. It does not work for hockey. Besides... Given how the, the the rink is set up, given the fact that they're putting 
superimposed um, advertisements on top of the rink itself, on top of the ice. I don't like that either. You know, there. If, if you're gonna have it on the boards, that's one thing. Okay, cool. But don't put it on jerseys. I, I all the teams are, are doing it for on their helmets. I think that's stupid. I don't want to see advertisements on the helmets. Put the company logo, or I'm sorry, the franchise logo, the, the, the team logo on the helmet, or put their numbers, or put the NHL patch, um, or put some sort of, you know, in remembrance of whatever, you know? So, like, if, uh, if a, a, a local announcer, you know, for the team dies, or if the owner's wife dies, or if, you know, something to that effect, you know, um, or put it towards groups of, you know, that, that support the team. So for example, they did it with, uh, you know, um, with Native Americans that were in the uh, Vancouver area. They, they actually spelled their name on the back of the jersey, you know, in um, in the language of whatever, uh, Native American, uh, um, language, uh, that person either, uh, identified as or whoever they were celebrating. So I can, I can see doing that, you know, like, so when they do like, um, all these different nights or months for, uh, particular, you know, like celebrations, you know, like, uh, I think right now this month it's, uh, Asian and South and Pacific Islander, uh, month. So put like a like a, a, an emblem on the helmet. Then that that's cool. I can get behind that. You know, you could do that for you know St. Patrick's Day, Military Day, you know, all the different various celebrations throughout the year, but the regular season that teams do use that as a place to put those decals on. Um, or if they want to put the decal, you know, and have it embroidered on to uh, the jersey as a patch, that's cool. Um, but don't put corporations emblems on there you know it's it just looks tacky you know it's just something that really was a pet peeve of mine this year watching uh uh the nhl games was seeing you know target or myers or you know bell tire or anybody else that was deciding to buy advertisement on jerseys or uniforms just stop doing it you know it, we I've seen it. I see it all the time. Like I said before, I see it all the time in the hockey leagues over in Europe and in, in Russia. And it gets to the point where the corporate sponsors' logos outweigh that of the teams themselves, and that is ridiculous. You see it in soccer jerseys. You know, every single soccer jersey has one. They're like their primary uh, supporter, their primary corporate sponsor, right smack dab in the middle of the jersey. And then you had the small crest in the uh, in one corner. You got the emblem of the company that designed or makes the jersey in the other corner of the jersey. You know, you might have a, a patch or a, a logo on the shoulders for the league that they're in or something special. You know, it's just like, you know, that might work slightly for um, soccer. It's not going to work for hockey. So without beating this horse to death anymore, 
I really wish the NHL would stop doing this. This is, does not need to be done, okay? Stop putting corporate advertisers on the helmets, jerseys, uh, the, the, the pants portion, any part of the uniform that is on the player. Okay? Just stop doing that. That's ridiculous. If you want to put it on the boards and go, you know, new tech with it, it's all digital and can change without having to replaster the, the boards, cool, fine, whatever. That's awesome. Um, if you're going to do it on the ice, I, you know, and have it superimposed onto the ice, either like as like a light uh, type show from like the, the rafters or the uh, jumbotron tron down, eh, I'm indifferent about it. Um, if you actually paint it right into the ice itself, kind of like the, the blue line and the red line and all that stuff, eh, I'm indifferent about it. I don't like it, but whatever. Um, but don't put it on the jerseys. Let's not get that tacky, okay? It's it's just, it's not needed. The jerseys are there to be a shout-out to the team, their icons, and the players, and who they are. Not corporate sponsors that can just as easily, you know, put ads up billboards inside the stadium or, or put it on the back of seats or, you know, put it on the boards. It doesn't need to be on the uniforms of players. That should be reserved for the franchise's logos as well as the names of the players and any patches that the players would like to put on there that has been voted on by the team to put on there. Causes, you know, stuff like that. You know, if a member of the uh, the owners died or if somebody's uh, family member died or a legend from that team died, you know, kind of like the Red Wings. They put the number nine. Like it, was, it looked like a little banner like that they would raise up into the, uh, the stands for uh, a player's number being retired and going to the Hall of Fame. They put a banner and then the number nine on their jersey when Gordie Howe passed away years ago. That is cool. I like that. I mean, that's like one of, it, it turns into like a, a specialty jersey, you know? That's cool. But um, please don't do it with uh, corporate sponsors. It just doesn't need to be on there. It, it's overkill and it's lame. So um, I'll stop beating this horse to death. And I'll kind of leave it at that for today. You know, it's it's nice to see that uh, hockey is, you know, it's doing well, but uh, I think you can do better. Um, it needs to be more um, promoted towards the fan base, not the corporate sponsors. And that's kind of my biggest uh, gripe right now with the NHL is it's trying to put too much effort into being a corporate entity and to being corporate friendly and not enough being fan-friendly. So um, let's hope that the Dallas Stars can uh, win the Stanley Cup. It would be nice to see. I like how they've uh, gone through and and rebranded themselves over the years. I like the colors. I like that Kelly green. I think it's Kelly green. If not, then it's like a forest green. But I like the shade of green that they have on their jerseys. I like that, uh, you know, they can lighten it up a little bit and reapply the old North Star colors to it, or they can go darker yet. 
I just I, I like how they've been able to brand themselves. Um, I do wish, uh, honestly, that they would go to the red, white, and blue and kind of go with more of the Texas state flag and that kind of theme to it um, with their design. But, hey, you know, um, I do like that they chose green and black, gray or silver, and and a little bit of gold in their uh, color schemes. I, I do like that color scheme, even though I think it would actually be a better branding if they went with the red, white, and blue for the Dallas state flag. But, hey, you know, I don't get paid the big bucks to uh, to make those decisions. Um, I get paid the small bucks to do uh, something completely different. So, um, it's a nice branding item. It's my, my favorite amongst the teams that are left over. So, um, hopefully we can see a lot more. Um, I think they got a pretty good franchise going down there. They definitely built up their fan base. That's why I'm supporting Dallas in this uh, Final Four scenario is because they've got quite the storied history. You know, I think they uh, are celebrating their 30th uh, year as a franchise in Dallas, if I recall correctly. Um, I think they moved after the 1992-1993 uh, season, or maybe that was their first one. I have to double check. I'm pretty sure that they were down there for the 92-93 uh, the season. Um, but, uh, if not, then they should be coming up on their 30 year here any moment. So, uh, it would be cool to see them, uh, get a Stanley cup as part of their, uh, 30th anniversary being in Dallas. Otherwise, um, I guess if it's not Dallas, I guess I'll have to go with the Carolina hurricane. They've also got a pretty storied history of being, uh, there in Raleigh. I kind of wish it was, uh, Charlotte that would, uh, have them as a team, but can't win them all, right? So, um, that's my episode for today. Uh, for those of you who are also keeping track of the NBA, we are now into the conference finals there as well. If I recall, it is uh, Los Angeles Lakers versus the Denver Nuggets in the West. And I think Denver is up 2-0 to zero right now in their series, best of seven. Over in the East, I believe it's the Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtic. And I think it's the Miami Heat that are up 1-0 in their series as well. So, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm kind of hoping for LA versus um, the Celtic. That would actually be a very nice matchup because that's a very uh, storied history of rivalries dating back to the time when uh, the Lakers franchise was actually in Minnesota. So who knows? Maybe we'll get to see uh, a repeat of that uh, matchup that's been kind of gone going on through the last few decades and the ages. So I'm rooting for an L.A. Lakers and Boston Celtic matchup. And obviously, I, if that's the case, I'd like to see the Los Angeles Lakers win. Uh, if it's the Denver Nuggets that end up making it to uh, the finals against Celtic, then I'd like to see the Celtic win. Uh, if it's Los Angeles versus the Heat, then obviously I want the LA Lakers to win. And if it's the Heat versus the Nuggets, I'd like to see the Nuggets to win. So um, that's kind of how I'd like to see the... Uh, um, 
the matchups in the NBA, kind of similar to how I've got the matchups for the NHL and what remains. Um, so stay tuned. We'll see how the rest of the Stanley Cup playoffs unfold, as well as we'll see how the rest of the NBA unfolds. Hope everyone's enjoying this uh, spring into summer uh, playoff season, if you will. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening.